Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, film enthusiasts and newcomers alike, prepare for a cinematic journey like no other. Grab some popcorn, dim the lights, because it's about time you watch this. Hello and welcome to another episode of It's About Time You Watch This. It's Chris. Josh. And Jordy. And today we're, we're getting into the Christmas spirit a little bit. <laughs> Don't know if you could say Is that. Is it Christmas? There's a bit of snow. There's a snowman at the end, kind of. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> we are looking at well, we're going a bit of horror Christmas. Yeah. Today we're going The Shining. The Shining, a masterpiece of modern horror, directed by Stanley Kubrick, starring Jack Nicholson and Shelley Duvall, rated R, opens Friday, June 13. Check newspapers for local listings. Now, I've been excited about this one for a long time, Josh. Me too. That makes one of us. Because <laughs> I knew what Geordie's reaction was going to be. Yep. Now, to me, this is one of the greatest films of all time. I actually said to Geordie when I she watched it, I said, this no. is in my, this would no, be no, in my no. top five. You're both wrong. Well, uh, yeah, I, debatable this, for me, but, well, you know, yeah, it's you up, know it's up I've there. I've got a thousand different top fives, but it's, it's, up it's definitely up there. Oh, like, yeah. It is down there for film. me, right down there. Look, let's oh, get into no. the synopsis before we get into <laughs> your notes, Shorty. So uh, for this movie, Jack Torrance becomes a winter caretaker at the isolated Overlook Hotel in Colorado, hoping to cure his writer's block. He settles in along with his wife, Wendy, and his son, Danny, who's plagued by psychic premonitions. As Jack's writing goes nowhere and Danny's visions become more disturbing, Jack discovers the hotel's dark secrets and begins to unravel into a homicidal maniac hellbent on terrorising his family. Mm. And before we get started, I accidentally ended up watching the wrong version of this movie oh, again. So, hang on. So, Sucker. which version did you watch? So, I watched the not theatrical version. There are two different versions. So, you of watched it. the Netflix version. Yeah. That's okay, because so did Geordie. I okay, was not cool. watching it for three hours instead of two. Yeah. I picked yeah. the two hours. For those version. who don't know, there's, there was, there's another version, <laughs> and it's on Netflix Along, because for yeah. some reason, Stanley Kubrick thought half of this or about 15% of it. It's not worthy. I'm just going to take it out of the movie. I agree. And I noticed Thank that, you. Well, I don't know. I don't, did he think that or? I think it was him. It, was it a studio thing? No. Because the longer was, version feels. It was him. He was just like, really? uh, it, it just doesn't it, Well, he's fit. very well known for being. Precise. Very, yeah. He's and, a legend. What a great man. <laughs> he knew what the people wanted. Not this movie. <laughs> yeah. But no, uh, there's a scene towards the start. Wasn't in my version. And I was just like, ah, oh, shit. What have I done? Yeah. <laughs> anyway. That's right. So we have to talk. Well, we can talk about that then because Jordy won't know anything about it. Opening yep. thoughts. I won't ask you, Josh, because I know you've seen this movie like yep. me a lot of times. Jordan, opening thoughts let as me, you went into this movie. Let me read this. Okay. Some creepy, spooky movie that I guarantee I will hate. And was I was it not right? wrong. Find out at the end of this episode. <laughs> yeah. I don't think we have to wait that long to figure this part out. Yeah, no, it's not going to take long. Now, I knew you would at least understand parts of this movie. If it was not for that Simpsons episode, oh. then it would have been even worse. Now, Josh, the Shinning episode <laughs> yeah. of The Simpsons is my favourite. I've seen I'm, that one. I've seen that. I'm one. a Simpsons fanatic. Can we just talk about that and episode instead of the movie? No. Oh. <laughs> now, that that episode of The Simpsons is my favourite episode of The Simpsons out of every episode. That's my favourite. And it gets watched, rewatched regularly. So I knew that Geordie would get the plot beats. Yeah. Because that... Parody is so well tuned to this movie. Mm. Um, Give me the bat, Marge. Give me the bat. <laughs> <laughs> I've got that. So best scene. So mm. I had, 
I'll just be quick on mine because I know I'm really keen to get to Geordie's. Uh, the maze chase. Okay. Yep. As as he's t- chasing Danny through the maze. Mm-hmm. Uh, the door hacking, obviously. Yeah. Iconic scene. Uh, and I did have, I had, give me the bat march. Give me the bat march. <laughs> that whole scene with the typewriter and obviously, yeah, the, the subsequent pushing down the stairs. And <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But no, I had, give me the bat march because I was like, that's how I. That's how you remember it. Yeah. That, connotate yeah. that scene now. So. Yep. I just had the whole movie. So, yeah. Jordy! Wow. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, mine was any of the Simpson references. That was it. Like, I have the all work and no play, the give me the bat. Um, there was, yeah. Basically, any of the Simpsons references were my favourite scenes. But also the red rum, I finally get it. Red because rum. you were teaching Allie red to rum. say it. And I'm like, this when, is not when okay. When Allie was a toddler, I was trying to teach her to do it. Like, red rum. <laughs> And Geordie didn't understand it. So I finally right. get now that it. She gets it. I'm going to teach her it again. Please don't. I'm going to no, teach her it I get again. it, but I Would probably she still shouldn't remember? be so, that'd be so when, I, when I'm not at home and just get to be like, get her to run around again. Red rum, red rum, just to freak Geordie out. It'll be great. Oh, that's mm. funny. I can't wait. Yep, yep, yeah. All right, into the what the fuck moments because <laughs> the biggest proportion of this episode, I, I feel yeah, like yeah, that's yeah. what this will be. So I had just room two thirty seven because that's obviously yes, yeah, the the main catalyst for most of the fucked up shit in this movie. Mm-hmm. Yep, 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 um, yep. Josh, before we get to Geordie, because yeah. that's going to take a while. I've got a couple, <laughs> yeah. and I got to the point halfway through it where I did stop kind of taking <laughs> notes again because I was just too invested. Too. As you do. But oh, the ones for that reason. <laughs> <laughs> the ones that, these are all ones that have popped out to me after multiple watches yep. now that I didn't really pick up on the first time, but afterwards I was like, what? Um, one was when Danny was, when they were all talking about cannibalism in the car on the way up there. Uh, I can't remember how it gets brought up, but they start talking about it. I'm like, well, how does Danny like, he's like, he's I know, child. I know. Yeah. But like from the character, he's seen some pretty messed up shit. So that makes sense. But for the actor, I was just like, Ooh, shit. heavy material for him to be yeah. talking about. Full on. Yeah. Um, one that always disturbs me is the shot of Jack staring out the window because he shifts his eye line for some reason. He's looking out the window, and then you can ever so slightly just see him look, and then it goes back. Ooh. It's very bizarre, and I don't like it. Yeah, very unnerving. I've not noticed that. Yeah. Uh, Tony tells Danny that Jack will call Wendy, and he does, and I, I just never realized that part of the movie before. Yeah. I was just either zoned out or something, and then <laughs> I was actually listening this time, and I was just like, Oh, oh! I don't like mm. that. And then this this one is still a mystery to like this day, and it's they've made um, documentaries about it and everything. But it's the actual layout of the hotel. If you go back and watch the movie, there are several. It's not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> there are several doorways and corridors that lead to nowhere. Like the layout of the hotel is inaccurate. Yeah, it doesn't make yeah. sense. The office where Jack has his interview, you notice when he's walking towards it, he's walking straight down a corridor. He turns left. If you were to keep walking, it goes down to a T intersection that cuts off. But Jack walks forward to the left and forward again, facing where the T intersection of the office is, but there's a window leading outside. That yeah, doesn't make doesn't any make sense. sense. No. And it's and again, like that throughout the it, whole movie. Yeah, and that's that's the whole... Um, it's like a maze. I guess the, 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 
story behind this movie with, with Kubrick and his, you know, his fascination with filmmaking in general and throwing that sort of shit into confuse us, mess with people mm. like yep. that. It helps you get in the mind of yeah. everyone. Yeah, well, it helps movies. you yeah, because they are all losing their minds. All right. Yeah. All right, Geordie, go. Here we okay. go. So Here it's not go. actually that big, but the reason is not what you think. It's not that big because I wrote three and it was within like the first 10 minutes. Okay, it's not the first 10 minutes. But if I wrote down all of the what the fuck moments I had in this movie. It'd be as long as the movie. Yeah, it was pretty much the whole movie. <laughs> so a couple of standouts though. At the start where he said, um, oh, you know, the previous guy, he killed his family with an axe. I was like, what the fuck am I in for? Here we go. <laughs> Uh, the stupid high-pitched noise scene, that was more just annoying. I just didn't like that. And Charlie was with me, and he was like, bark, 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 bark. So that oh, was just yeah, a... Yeah, okay, yeah. Got yeah. It. yeah, the, the music one, in this is very... It's unsettling. It's not even music, really. No, it's, it's not. Just it's effects. like noise. But if you, actually, if you actually think back, The Dark Knight used a lot of similar... Mm, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Like with the Joker stuff, if you actually yeah. think back to that, there's a lot of that similar, just that high-pitched... Build crescendo. I hate it so much. And I wonder if that was actually an inspiration of Nolan from this. We will never know. Christopher well, Nolan, until, if you're until, listening until right Nolan, now, let, let us know. Nolan obviously is a big listener of this show and we'll probably want to come on at some point. So, <laughs> yep. Um, and the one that neither of you have brought up, and it really just makes me wonder the friggin' naked lady scene. Yeah, well, that's a part of Room 237. That's Room 237. That's, that's so where the last tub is. I know. That whole scene is. What the fuck was that? Um, I'm actually surprised you didn't have, neither of you had, um, the bunny giving uh, yeah. sexual favours no, to the, the man randomly, the bear the randomly bear. in the hotel room. Look, I've seen yeah. it that many times that all of those scenes don't really, they just, they just, they're just there now. now. Again, I gave up because there was too many. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, the bar tub scene, uh, I think that's... That's some part of this movie I remember from being a kid and seeing this. Mm. Is that just being terrifying? Yep. Because mm. um, I'm trying to think back. I reckon I saw this on VHS order maybe 10, 11, maybe. Around the worst part was for me, usually a naked lady, I'd be like, ooh, hoo, hoo, naked lady. Oh, yeah. Horny but this time I was That's like, right. yeah, no. But no, no, not this one. No. It's, it started that way, though, didn't it? When she first mm. got out of the tub, you were like, hey. hey. But then, yeah. And then, yeah. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. And then it the was like, The cackling started what? and the, <laughs> the rotting flesh and the... Yeah. Oh, yeah. I actually saw – so my introduction to The Shining was actually through the movie Ready Player One. I don't oh, really? Know, I don't know if you oh, guys have yes. seen that. Yes. But we love that movie. Because I was too young to Obviously. be like, Mom, can I watch it? No. <laughs> and really? My, your mum wouldn't let you watch this? No. Well, he said because, sarcastically. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, She's yeah, a so, smart woman. Like, uh, she is. Yeah. I, went, I went and watched Ready Player One, and in that movie they recreate the like scenes from the movie and – they recreate that scene, yep. and but it, it goes a lot more because the CGI is updated, and so they did a lot more crazy stuff yeah, with yeah. it. And all. so that was my introduction. I knew what it was, yeah, but I hadn't had seen this. the movie. The yeah. first time I saw anything from this movie mm. was actually in another movie that we've done on this podcast, Twister. Oh, is it in? So Twister? when they when they are at the drive-in, when the tornado hits the drive-in, yeah, oh my god, that's the movie. Oh. The Shining is the movie that they're actually watching on the screen. That's it is because you right. see them like the the twins come up as Danny goes down the hallway. Yep, which is another thing that I'm surprised you haven't mentioned yet. Yeah, um, <laughs> come and play with us, Danny. Forever oh. and ever and ever. Oh. Um, I love this movie. Mm. Um, <laughs> but that's and as the tornado is ripping through the screen, it's actually the scene of Jack. 
Yeah. Chopping through the door. Ah, that was my first, that. first introduction to this in 96. I was nine when I saw right. that. And I reckon I was, wasn't that long after that movie that I saw the actual, like the, okay. the actual, yeah. yeah Cause I had such so. a, it was one of those ones that I heard about so much yeah. growing up as like, it had a reputation yeah. for me. I was just I can I will like die if I watch <laughs> yes. this movie. It's that scary and that bad for you. And then the first time I watched it, I was just like, no, nah, I yeah. want to watch that again. Yeah. <laughs> and then I made my brother. And that's what I mean. It's not a. It's not terrifying. It's not a. Again, it's and we talked about this when you and I did the others, Josh. It's not a jump scare movie. It's a no. Well, it's a your head movie. Wow, there's a couple. There's it's a couple, a, but it's a. But it's a. Yeah, it messes oh. with your mind. Yeah. I still don't. The, the, I guess another what the fuck moment is the ending with the photo of 1929 and Jack's which is still something that has been, been the there's all these yeah. you know rumors and yeah you know, conspiracy theories about what it is and all that sort of stuff. I don't know. No. Yeah, there's that much of that. And if you go to, if you jump onto YouTube and start watching, you know, uh, you know, explained videos, explanation videos and all that no, sort of stuff on you. YouTube, you go down <laughs> you go down a rabbit hole and you'll be watching for hours. You might not no, be. I will uh, not be. Standout actor, Josh. I had, I just had, I just had a family. Yeah, I mean everyone really because it's a really small cast. It is a really small cast. I don't think there was anyone that I was just like, ah, whatever, and I don't really care for you. But yeah. oh, that's the opposite to me. Look, I had oh, Jack, okay. <laughs> I had Jack Nicholson just because I thought like this is, I feel like this was the performance. Yeah, one flew over the cuckoo nest is obviously a mm. huge role for him. But which this one's is, Jack Nicholson? The, the main dad. One. Oh, the dad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, yep. This was this was the defi- his defining. Role in my head, uh, yeah. Well, and I know a lot of people say it's Cookie Nest. A lot of people will no, say Batman. I say The Shining, but I think this is, yeah, his mate. His his peak. Yep, peak. That's the word. It's about you, Jody. Jordan. I, I had the twins. weren't they cute? Oh, oh yes. Oh, yeah. I really like the twins. I didn't care about anyone else, but that was <laughs> they just were like little adorable twins. And their little and matching then, outfits and, and then, their little psychos. And then hacked to pieces lines. next scene. Then back and then hacked to pieces. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. How did Go the, the twins. The blood was spread everywhere. How does that even happen? It was, yeah. it was just on <laughs> all sides of the hallway. Everywhere. Yeah. Ugh. You don't have kids, Josh. Sometimes they just push you to just. And a wife too. Sometimes. Well, Say that guys. about the kids again I'm and not, I'll be hacking you up. I'm, I'm not saying I agree with Jack Torrance, but men make some good points sometimes. I'm just saying. Just throw it out. Next category. <laughs> How did it perform? Uh, so the budget for this was $19 million. Mm-hmm. Uh, It made $47 million at the box office. So Woo. not great. But still. But still a reasonable commercial success when it was released, considering, yeah, it was one, I think, one of the first movies based on a Stephen King book at that point. Just trying to yes. think. Yes. Because oh, I think most the of them. Stephen King book. Yes. And it's commonly, he hates, hates this version of the movie. Yeah. Oh. He hated it Because there's so a lot much. of changes from the book. Uh, he hated yeah, yeah. it so much, he made his own version of it in the 90s, which is not good. No, uh. and he was coke. Stephen King has a habit of being coked up to the nines when he makes his movie. Have you ever seen I Maximum like Overdrive? I haven't not gotten to that one. We need to do Maximum Overdrive on this podcast. Oh, no. He directed that one. He yeah. directed yeah. that, and he's famously gone on record as saying he doesn't remember directing it because he was that coked up. Jesus. Damn. So we have to do that because okay. it, it's a ride. You thought this was a ride. <laughs> oh. But, yeah, no, so he, Great. Ha- he, he hates it. Yeah, so all right, in, well, into interesting facts as we're sort of touching on that. Um it was a quick turnaround of an adaptation. Kubrick was not the only big name associated with it. Uh, the movie's based, obviously, on the book, uh, which came out in 1977. The movie came out in 1980. 
So pretty Ooh. quick for the movie. It's wow, almost like yeah. a Jurassic the Park whole, scenario shit. where like Jurassic Park, um, yeah. which we will discuss because, and I don't know if I mentioned this to you, Josh. Yes, I, I know you're giving looks to Geordie because she has not actually watched the original Jurassic Park in full. Huh? Yes, I have. You made me. No, we haven't. No, we've discussed this. You've watched Jurassic World with your boyfriend. Is that you? Or was it? Oh, yes. Chris sorry. Pratt. Chris Pratt. Yeah, that's oh. my boyfie. I was like, wait a minute. Is there something else? <laughs> I was like, did I watch this before I actually, you? Yeah, because no, I said to Geordie, I said, well, we're running through movies for, for the podcast, yeah. what we should put on the list. And I said, oh, well, you, I said, we can't do Jurassic Park. That would have been a good one. She's like, oh, and I went, hang on a second. Have you actually sat down and watched that movie in full? It's like an and old use, movie and, and she's it. got a pink shirt and shorty shorts. Yeah. Oh, my You've God. You've not watched the whole thing, though. No, I probably haven't watched the whole thing. Oh, my God. So that that will be an episode of the show. Radio. Um, but that but anyway. movie, that movie <laughs> was licensed from the book before the yes. book even came out, famously. Yeah. So, But this was close. Like, yeah, three years. Holy is, crap. Is I didn't... I didn't actually know what year the book came out, so there you go. Yeah. So the reason that Kubrick wanted to make this was because he was looking for a hit. So he had made Barry <laughs> Lyndon uh, in 1975, mm-hmm. and it was a commercial flop. He decided he wanted to make a movie he could, that could be a success at the box office but still be fulfilling from a creative perspective. Well, 2001 would have done him well, though. Yeah, that was after this, I think. No. 2001 was in the 60s. Space Odyssey? Yeah, that was I... Surely it not. It did not come out in the 80s, 80s dude. No way. I agree. I'm about to blow your mind. Or mine if I get this wrong. No, oh, I didn't. It was 1968. Wow. Yeah. So almost the 80s. It had an eight at the end. <laughs> <laughs> I love Joshua. it when you're put in your quarter. Yeah, take yeah, that. Yeah, 2001 came out yonkers ago, man. Oh, God, I thought that was 80s. Nah, I don't you're know wrong. why I had that early 80s in my head. You are wrong. Quite you. <laughs> yeah, Good let's, job, Josh. You are wrong. Ah. <laughs> Ooh, I'm never wrong. <laughs> Uh, Kubrick wanted Jack Nicholson from the beginning. Uh, Kubrick, he felt uh, that he was the choice actor for the role. Uh, other actors were considered, though. Robert De Niro, Harrison really? Ford, and Robin Williams. Robin hey, I know Williams. that one. However, none of those actors got the sign-off from Stephen King. Huh. Robin Williams in this movie would have been fucking incredible. That would have been something. Have you seen One Hour Photo? Yes, uh, recently actually. That, oh, wait, no, Rob, now you say that. Robin Williams is actually a terrifying dramatic actor. When he does dramatic stuff and plays a villain, and he's done it in a couple of movies, he is actually genuinely terrifying. He would have been incredible in this. He, All I can think of is Mr. Aladdin, sir. <laughs> is that him? Yeah, Genie. <laughs> That's what he's typing on the, on the typewriter. Mr. Aladdin, sir. Yeah. Stanley perfect. Kubrick had done plenty of films before this. What are you talking about? Well, that's the facts I had here. No, he was that this, this, um, this was the first was well, two thousand one a commercial hit though when it came out. I don't know. Would it become a cult classic? Probably because he had Doctor Strange Love, A Clockwork Orange, uh, Spartacus. Yeah, getting back with well, those facts. Yeah, he had a fair few. Yeah, well, that's that's that. the, what I had. He was that he wanted it because he wanted a commercial hit. Yeah, I need I need Italian. to look at them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Would you shut up, dude? <laughs> Who invited her? It's not me fighting with anyone for once. Uh, there you go. This will show you up. The Grady twins weren't actually in the book. Oh. Ah. In the book, they aren't twins. They're referred to as sisters and are mentioned as being around eight and ten. But Kubrick cast identical twins for the role, and that changed everything. I like I think, the identical twins. Yeah, it became the most a, iconic part of the... 100%. Yeah. Well, one of the parts of the 
whole movie. Um, so a couple of real hotels serve as a basis for the Overlook. When they say that New York City is a character in a movie, you might roll your eyes, but it's probably fair to say the Overlook is not unlike a character in this movie. Uh, they didn't film at a real hotel, though. The establishing mm. shots of the Overlook were actually the Timberline Hotel near Mount Hood in Oregon. Meanwhile, the interiors were shot on a set were inspired the, by the Awani Hotel in Yosemite National Park. I Can you say that really quickly three times? No. <laughs> <laughs> I think the they also... That that exterior shot was a real life place, and but then they had to for closer of when they're doing the tour. I think they actually had to then build that again to try. And and yeah. like, to oh my god, so the, the work. one that, that one they used for the exteriors. Mm. We actually talked about this in a podcast just a couple weeks ago. Oh, that was the hotel that they shot. Oh yes, Dumb and Dumber. Oh yes, that's ah, right. So the yes. bar and stuff different, obviously, because it's you know. But that the yeah the exterior mm. hotel that was. At the Stanley Hotel? Yeah. There you go. Uh, the script was a work in progress. Kubrick was known for obviously being a, a fairly demanding director. Mm-hmm. Uh, he wasn't afraid to tinker with the movie as it went along. He changed his shooting script all the time, sometimes multiple times a day. In fact, Jack Nicholson got so frustrated he began tossing script changes away, knowing they would inevitably be changed again. <laughs> and he ended up learning his lines right before saying them. Yeah, fair. Well, um now, Shelley Duval, who played the wife, Wendy, um, she had a really rough time, messed on up set. time on this movie. Oh, really? Um, yep. So, like Kubrick, she was particular about her craft. So, which that didn't lend well to working with Kubrick, who was obviously also a perfectionist. Uh, as a director and a man who was not afraid to throw his weight around, Kubrick had the upper hand in their battle. Uh, she found the experience so stressful that she got so sick while shooting, her hair began to fall out. Oh, my God. Um, and the, the Here's Johnny line. Improvised. Yep. Wasn't yeah. in the that one. It's uh, so random. Yeah. Was that the same time that the Here's Johnny song came out? Here's Johnny. Do, 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 I don't do, know that song. Do, 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 do. <gasps> I don't know that song. song was sampled from the movie. The, really? The, the so Here's it was Johnny because in of that, that? The Here's Johnny in that song. So it's like what's his names get on the beers. Like they say yes. something and then they turn it into a song. Yes. Mm. And it becomes so, iconic. Yeah, there's a song, a song in 1995 from the band Hocus Pocus and it was a dance remix. I'll play it to you after we finish because I don't oh, want to get my copyright. Here's Johnny. It's <laughs> a random thing. But it's like, it's like a full tech, I think. Yeah. Oh. It's great. Um, a new oh. technology provided a proof. Vital to filming. Uh, had they tried to make the shiny a few years sooner, it might have looked different. It's because the movie makes use of the Steadicam, mm. something that film viewers are not now used to. Uh, back then, they would have been used maybe half a dozen times at most. The Shining was one of the very first films to ever use the Rocky. Rocky. Yeah, I think they so invented it. Would have all been it, around the same time. They invented it for Rocky for one shot or something. Yeah, but then Stanley was like, "Nah, I'm gonna I'll take that." I'll <laughs> take that. <laughs> Um, I was wondering how they videotaped, like, when the kid was riding his bike around all the time. What, that's that's, that's what it was, yeah. Because yeah, it's so yeah. low to the ground. Yeah. Like, brr. Weird. So there's a lot of interpretations about what the movie really means. There's a documentary, and that's what we were talking about earlier, mm. called Room 237, that's dedicated to chronicling some of the theories that are around the movie. A lot of people have a lot of ideas about what the movie is actually about. Perhaps the most famous of those is the theory that the shiny is Kubrick's way of admitting that he staged the 1969 moon landing. Mm. That's so there's a lot of rumours going around, Jordy, just for the puzzled look on your face. Do I need to hear That we didn't this? actually <laughs> land on the moon, that it was fake. Ah. Right? And that Stanley Kubrick, that directed this movie, directed the movie, the, uh, the, the, the moon, moon landing, landing. The fake moon landing. And the reason for that was because of 2001, because of how well he did depicting it, ah. but the moon landing hadn't happened yet. Ah. So they were like, hold on a minute. Wait this up. looks exactly like what we just captured from the moon. 
<laughs> and like, there is actually, uh-huh. I think, in one of the scenes in this, Danny's wearing a jumper that has a, a NASA Apollo rocket, 11. Yeah, Apollo 11 on it yeah. or something like that. Like, there's a lot of little, as I said, if you jump on and you watch that documentary and then you start going down the rabbit hole on YouTube. No. Obviously, The Shining. Yeah, we talked about the parodies before. It's one of the most parodied movies ever. Fair enough. Um, yeah, it, it, but even in my notes, the, the one that kept coming up the most with the parodies was The Shining. The Shining from the uh, from Simpsons. the Simpsons. Simpsons. Where Homer goes crazy. Yeah, probably one of the most quoted Simpsons. Episodes, I think, Fair enough. Well. Like, yeah. it's, it's one of their biggest. It, it's it's probably episode. the goat of Simpsons episodes. So, uh, one of my favorite interesting facts is the um, they they got lost so many times in the hedge maze because they built a real hedge, hedge maze, maze for it, oh. and the crew would actually get stuck in the uh. maze and couldn't find their way out. <laughs> Every time I hear it, I'm just like, ah, oh, that's so funny. <laughs> Fair though, fair. The final one I've got, and mm. there, as I said, there's so, there's many, so many different things, and I recommend a deep dive on YouTube because it does. It will take up an entire night at a minimum, but it is well worth it. Um, <laughs> no. After no. many years of writing The Shining, Stephen King decided to write a sequel. In 2013, he released Doctor Sleep, which focuses on a grown-up Danny. The book was then adapted into a movie as well, which is just as good. I as love this that one. movie. It's got Ewan McGregor playing a grown-up Danny. Ewan McGregor was... Obi-Wan Kenobi. Nah, she's not going to no, I'm um, trying to think of what Jordy would know Ewan McGregor. Big Fish. No. Moulin Rouge. Ooh, there you go. He's the main guy in Moulin Rouge. <gasps> yeah. Yeah, okay, fair. Yeah. Yep. Um, so it actually, the movie for Doctor Sleep took a lot of stuff out of the original Shining book as well. Yeah. Um, the ending for Doctor Sleep, the movie, is basically the ending for The Shining book. I don't want to ruin it for Geordie because we might make her watch I'm Doctor Sleep. I'm not going to watch it. I actually, no, I actually think you'd probably, you, you, would, would, you would enjoy I'd Doctor enjoy Sleep I'd enjoy this more. one more. You would because it's not so much like, in the, the Shining is very like, it can be quite um, one note and it can be quiet and it can just be like, and it's, it can get boring for some people. It's very slow, yeah. whereas Doctor yeah. Sleep was more of a movie movie. It's just go, 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 go. Yeah. Okay, and it's so more magical better. powers and that's, I think you would actually. <gasps> so like horror Harry Potter. Aspects, yeah, but actually, kind of, because they're trying to still yeah, look. Maybe? We'll make you watch it. Yeah, I actually, I actually <laughs> think you would actually. If you say yes it. to horror, Harry Potter, you could win me over. Yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, that's one hundred percent what it is. All right, Harry Potter. Yeah, go for it. Uh, all right, one thing that would make this better, Josh. God, I need to think about that for a second. I'm sure Jordy. If got your answer plenty. is nothing, because it's a perfect film, that's what I had as well. So I'll yeah, accept that. I'm just trying to think. I could tell you the opposite uh, of my answer. All right, go for it. Everything. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't too bad. I don't know what would make it better, though. Put that on the VHS box. It wasn't, boom, it wasn't, says that it bad. wasn't too bad. <laughs> Final thoughts? Um, I didn't. <laughs> have it because I just I I'll put it in any time and watch it. So yeah. no, and on the same like this is a movie that even like the the longer version yeah. is a fairly regular rewatch. Oh, especially scene, around October for me. The scene that I'm thinking of, the main one that I noticed was gone. There's some others. Oh, oh it's yeah. the, the the scene where they're taking the tour. There was a couple of extra locations that mm. they show the family, but he just cut it out for time. Yeah. But the one the one of the more important ones is. It's before they get to the hotel, yeah. and Danny and Wendy are still at home, and a doctor comes around because Wendy's worried about Danny with Tony, Bad the voice in, voice in his ear. Yep. And she, she does a checkup on Danny, um, Wendy and her go into the kitchen, and Wendy explains how one night Jack had come home drunk and he had 
um, injured Danny's arm. He had tugged too hard mm. and it was kind of like child abuse, which is another yeah, subcontext. Su- it actually okay. surprises me that that was what was cut out for the Netflix mm. version because that's such a really pivotal plot point. It's important to understand, yeah. Jack. And it does, yeah, it sort of gives the rest of the movie a lot more credence when that's in there. And because mm. it gets mentioned later when he's at the bar. Yeah. Um, and he's like, I never laid a hand on the fellow. But yeah. then he's like, oh, you know, I, okay. I did hurt this one time. I just pulled too hard. Yeah. And yeah. it's like, oh, wait a minute. That I want to kind of know more about whatever that is because you're insane, and that's what that scene that's was. The, yeah, so yeah. people who only watch the Netflix, yeah, not you gonna, you're not going to convince yeah. me to watch the three hour version. Josh. It's not happening. <laughs> you try. I just show you that I'll scene. Give you, that. you try. <laughs> Final thoughts, Jordan. Well, that was certainly a thing. <laughs> <laughs> it was a thing. Certainly a thing. Yep. Well, if you take the letters in the word shining and rearrange yeah, them, you get a thing. thing. So. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, there you go. There you go. Is there anything that would you can think of that would actually make you go, actually, that wasn't bad? What could have been added to this movie to make you enjoy it? It not being a horror. <laughs> if the little mermaid was in the bathtub instead of the creepy lady, I don't know. She was, no, wait, no, she wasn't. Never mind. There yeah, are stickers on Danny Danny's wall, and one uh, of them was a dwarf. And I was like, "Was Ariel?" No, because the Little yeah. Mermaid hadn't come out yet. My bad. Side tangent. I'm just not a horror fan. Horror movies just don't do it for me. And she's married to the Halloween King. Go figure. Oh, go figure. Go figure. <laughs> All right, we'll wrap it up there. We're back next week. Uh, well, actually, no. Sorry, we're not back next week because next week is Christmas Eve, Josh. So we're gonna do a re-release next week. We're going to do a re-release of our very first episode of the podcast. Oh, cool. Die Hard, which was our first movie which we did for Christmas this time last I'm going to take a vacation. You won't hear from me. (laughs) You take a bit of a rest because we're going to do a bit of a re-release of that because we actually went and saw that at the movies last week. We did. Mm. Um, I saw that. That I saw saw an ad on an American movie site being like, oh, Die Hard returning to cinemas this Christmas. And I was like, fuck, yes, I'm down for that. Got to go. So I I searched Reading Cinemas in Geelong, Mm -hmm. searched Colloc Cinemas, and none of them were doing it. And I thought, well, well, I'll check Village Cinemas just in case. They had one screening. And I was like, I'm buying tickets to that. One screening? One screening. Oh, I was like, oh no, don't be too surprised. <sighs> there was not many people. No, like there the wasn't. Which really? There was, there was six five people. Five or in the six cinema. of us? Yeah. What the hell? Yeah. What is this? Like, I've come to. I mean, it was great for us, but. Oh, yeah. Like, six literally, people. there was one bloke by himself. A dad with his son, which I, I that's loved. cool. I was like, it was like a real sharing bonding thing for yeah. them. I was like, that's so cool. Um, a boyfriend and a girlfriend who sat behind us, and they were enjoying the fact that there was bugger all their people as much as us. Yep. Um, and I think us. three others worked in and us. So yeah. it's like eight people. Eight people. Yeah. Or something. Like, wow, that's bizarre. Just insane. Yeah. Um, although I will oh, say, Geelong movies, like, and this might be, we live in a small town, obviously, so our cinemas yeah. are a bit different. But half an hour's worth of ads and trailers at the start. Half insane. an hour. Half an hour. Yep. Oh, boy. Absolutely yep. ridiculous. That is. Like, I th- had finished my chuck top, half the popcorn. Like, See, that's popcorn how they get cold. you because then they get to the last yeah. two ads and it's like, wait a minute, I'll finish that. But there was, get another one. Go get there was only two trailers in that. The rest was just ads. It was half an hour straight of ads. Yep. Good Lord. Like, it was painful. And not good ads. No, like, painful. No. Like, uh, I was so, in a cinema ad once. So, <laughs> me too. Been in a couple, actually. Hey. Oh, um, you celebrities. Yeah, that's what we do. <laughs> so, yeah, so re release next week. Mm hmm. The week after that, we're going to be back, but not talking any specific movies. We're going to actually talk, do a bit of a look back on, because that'll be New Year's 2023 Eve. 2023 recap. Yeah, Woo-hoo! basically. So we're going to talk about some of the movies that have come out this year, what we've seen, um, what we liked, what we didn't like, all yeah. that uh, sort of stuff. Fast <coughs> Oh, no, here we go. We fucking loved. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so we'll, we'll talk all about that for New Year's Eve. Something a bit different for New Year's, obviously, being that it's a, a special night. Uh, then we'll be back in 2024, kicking it all off. 
with Gone in 60 Seconds. Just Nicola, like me in a couple of seconds because I didn't really like that movie. Anyway. Oh, yes. That one's going to be an interesting one. So Finally. stick around for that. 2024, we'll talk to you again soon for another episode of It's About Time You Watch This. You've been listening to It's About Time You Watch This, a creative podcast.